0: Um, I recently saw Return of the Living Dead or something like that.
1: That's my overall favorite, and it's like one of my favorite horror movies, like of all time. It's so
0: damn bleak, but it's so fascinating. Like uh, a friend of mine, when I was up in New York. Are you recording, by the way? I'm recording. I just <laughs> um, I, I, I didn't catch the beginning of this, unfortunately. You're showing me like all of these, just like you know, schlocky uh, late '80s, early '90s uh, uh, movies that were made for like you know, TV and, like, Skidamax or whatever the hell that are just, like, these bargain bin, like, maybe they're doing, like, a a, a sideways parody of Police Academy or something like that, but <laughs> but it's about, like, hot chicks who go into the police force, the Vice Squad or something, mm. you know what I mean? <laughs> Vice Academy or something like that. There's one woman named Linnea Quigley, who, like, appears in all of these, like, schlocky, low B-grade, only-seen-on-like-TV-past-12am type of movies that are just about, like, hot chicks who, whoops, my top just flew open, you know what (laughs) I mean? Like, all these corny-ass movies, and one of the movies in the mid-80s that she was in just happened to be... Uh, return of The Living Dead And she was The really hot chick Who has the red hair The short oh, red hair Oh she's dancing In the cemetery just randomly Gets naked in the middle Of the movie <laughs> What was funny to me is that, like, my friend had, like, just shown me, like, a bunch of other movies of her, like, randomly, you know, getting naked and, you know, getting naked by circumstance of what was happening, you know what I mean? Sort of just like, oh, and here's the big movie that she's in, and she just takes off her clothes for no reason.
1: <laughs> yeah, she just starts fucking doing, like a, like, a naked dance on a fucking grave. Yeah, the, the movie is so
0: sick. So goth, you guys. <laughs>
1: it's really good. Um. Going Off Podcast, by the way.
0: Cannibal, humanoid, underground, dweller. It's the Going Off Podcast with Rap Critic and Muse. Muse, how you doing? How's the day treating you?
1: I'm doing pretty good. A couple things I wanted to say right off the top. Um as we head into summertime.
0: In the summertime oh. when the weather is high. Yeah. If her daddy's rich, take her out for a meal. If her daddy's poor, just do what you feel. Oh, oh that doesn't seem right. <laughs> Wait a second, Mungo Jerry. <laughs> I take an issue with that
1: and your giant, giant mutton chops. If anyone's seen the <laughs> music video for In the Summertime by Mungo Jerry. That dude has got some sick ass
0: mutton chops. Fucking 1870s level mutton chops. They are (laughs) off the charts. The last time something was that big was on a president. (laughs) Fucking
1: Martin Van Buren ass. (laughs) I thought you were going to say summer, summer, summertime. I wasn't expecting Jerry.
0: There's
1: a lot of summertime
0: (laughs) joints, man. Why not? Yeah, for all that weather that we can't enjoy. (laughs) You know,
1: I was going to point out, by the way, and this is... even related to what I was going to say. What I was going to say was, please wear your fucking masks, everyone. Uh, We haven't been talking about the world outside too much, and I'm just going to leave it at that, uh, because I'm seeing way, 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 way too many people being so self-righteous and rebellious, throw up your devil horns, that I ain't going to do what the government tells me, and this isn't about that, (laughs) y'all. This is about not getting sick and not getting other people sick so a word of advice from the going off podcast this is a psa a public service announcement for y'all Eminem style please stay wear your fuck fucking home. masks stay <laughs> home if you don't got a mask and if you go out please wear a goddamn mask a special message from ice cube if
0: you don't wear your mask you a stupid motherfucker <laughs>
1: <laughs> what i was gonna say about music right now and about the summer You wouldn't know it was the summer listening to Top 40 Radio right now. I understand that we're in the middle of a pandemic, but, like, music gets recorded and released way in advance, you know? So a lot of the music we're listening to now, like, we listen to Chromatica. You knew that that album was written, produced, and finalized way before all this shit happened, Mm -hmm. that they were able to get everything finalized. Yeah, how could they have done the song with Blackpink? I mean, come on they've done that fucking Zoom
0: call feature with Elton John. Maybe (laughs) maybe that was one of the later ones. You know, that would make sense, honestly, with how, like, not in tune with the song his part sounds. (laughs) You know,
1: I will say, though, because Lady Gaga's way too big of a name, Elton John's way too big of a name uh, for that to fly. I gotta point (laughs) over to our gal, Charlie XCX, who not only recorded... And produced and released an entire album in quarantine. That Mm. album is so fucking good. And I don't hear enough people talking about it. And for an album completely limited by everything going on in society right now, you would have no idea because that album slaps so Mm. hard. But so much dreary garbage in the top 40 right now. Or at least maybe not... Maybe not in the top 40 like the charts don't always reflect uh the radio play for whatever reason.
0: I mean, how many people are, you know, listening to the radio on on the commute to the uh <laughs> to the job right now?
1: It's depressing. Oh god. Thanks Billboard. What the
0: fuck? <laughs> oh my happening? god. <laughs> are you dying?
1: Billboard <laughs> decided to
0: being oh my God!
1: Stop it! Oh my
0: God! Oh, stop it! I can't stop. stop it! It sounds like there's just like <laughs> sand being dumped in your room, and you just like <laughs> try to push it back. I'm like no Look,
1: every time I clicked it, it pulled up another pop-up ad, and it wouldn't oh pause it or mute it. So I literally, it- I I just had to mute my whole computer because that that was it. Okay, there Wonderful we go.
0: Uh, interface on these uh, websites. There, that that just shows why people go to the uh, Billboard website just so much to to get oh, their news yeah. on what's
1: happening. <laughs> I mean, outside the incredibly depressing number one that I don't even really want to. Oh
0: my god!
1: Bring attention to. I'm just gonna scroll on past that one because we all know that is not gonna be there next week.
0: Um and it's purely there just like that's kind of his whole career right to be like aren't you annoyed with the fact that I'm here and it's like yes He's <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I
1: don't really know what you get out of that, but yeah. sure. What's your end game, my you dude? You won, I am annoyed. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha! <laughs> got you! You All did right. it! <laughs> uh, what's, 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 uh, what's step two? Uh. <laughs> now, I'm looking through here. You got, uh, Harry Styles and, uh, Dua mm. Lipa. Got some big tracks out here. But just to let y'all know, Fucking Circles by Post Malone is still in the top 15. Like,
0: Yeah, like one of his albums is like still in the like top 10, in the Billboard 200. It's just like, what? This is the slowest turnover rate.
1: Fucking Blinding Lights is still number five. Like, come on, man. Like, he's the Katy
0: Perry of this uh, era. You know, he's just going to have songs running up the charts just on momentum. You know what I mean? I will say I am glad to see that rain on me. Uh, the
1: aforementioned Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande moving up the charts to number nine. That's good to see. Replay
0: nowhere on the charts. I uh noticed. You know.
1: Well, see, I'm not hearing "Rain on Me" on the radio, so just goes to show you that the top forty doesn't always reflect uh what's getting played. Because if it if it was a direct one by one comparison of what was being played on the radio, "Say So" would have been number one for like the last two months. I can't go anywhere without yeah. hearing that goddamn yeah, song. That song is everywhere. <laughs> I really, I really, really liked that song about like a couple months ago.
0: <laughs> it's having that happen to it, you know, where you're just like, man, I really enjoyed the the kitschy 70s aesthetic of it. Ooh, it was so fresh, you know, that this is happening. And oh, no, they keep playing it. Uh, OK, I'm hating it now. <laughs> this is so annoying and I hate that it keeps happening and I can't escape it. <laughs> you know, it just goes back to the
1: what's your end game like, OK, we got this song Everyone loves it for a while. They don't always take into account that people are going to find out that the person is shitty. Because uh, mm-hmm. that doesn't always happen.
0: But... Well, it's not, like, it's not like that, Uh, you know, it's not like the confession of their shittiness, you know, is like the B-side with their single. You know what I mean? Exactly.
1: Like... <laughs> yeah. That's a hidden surprise. We'll I'll find out later. Okay, you got this big song. It's making a lot of money, presumably, because it's getting a lot of streams. Okay, cool. Why would you then sabotage it by playing it so much? I know the thought process is people really like this song so they want to hear it as much as possible. But you have an endless supply of songs coming out every fucking week that could I potentially always, be I on think the about radio. That, right?
0: Like <laughs> They yeah. never change it up. <laughs> like there's literally like we at least know this now. There's an infinite amount of songs coming out. There's an infinite amount of top 40 whatever type of songs coming out. Like you can play other songs, man.
1: <laughs> People aren't going to call in droves complaining if you don't play say so once right. an hour.
0: Like <laughs> that's not how that works. Side? I was expecting it on the hour. I was looking at my watch. 11.55, <laughs> they played the they played it the last time at 10:55. What's going on? I'm
1: I, if I had to guess, it would be okay, these radio stations are beholden to the record label that like okay, Because the way I look at it now is like it's almost like a commercial for a product. The product being the album. Yeah. That okay? We have to run these commercials at these certain times. Or else the advertisers are (laughs) going to pull their advertising. Makes radio immediately sad now. (laughs) that we have to play these songs a certain amount of times because we told the label that we were going to play the songs this amount of times or else they're not going to send us the new hit single when it comes out. We're not going to be privy to the new hit song. We're going to be behind. There's already three, four, five hit radio stations in town. We can't afford to not be number one because Mm -hmm. if you're not one, you're last, right they're never going to come here again if we don't have fucking the new, Do- the new Doja Cat single. According to the top ten, the number six is Doja Cat featuring Nicki Minaj. Although, I will say, out of all of the times I've heard Say So on the radio, I have
0: never heard the version with Nicki Minaj. Yeah, I often wonder how that works. Okay, yeah, online is the remix with Nicki Minaj, and then if you look on the charts, it's the one it, it'll say featuring Nicki Minaj. But yeah, if you listen to the radio a lot of times, it won't have the guest featured artist on there. Like that's with a lot of songs, and I often wondered about this. Like, how did that work with the um the fucking I'm Real song by J- by uh. By JLo. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, I guess that was probably its own sort of can of fucked up worms where they're like, oh, both of these songs can chart because one's a remix of the other, even though it doesn't even slightly sound the same. (laughs) I
1: will say, though, that does not apply to Savage. Mm, Oh, Savage
0: is. Well, I mean, first of all, that that song is just fucking awesome.
1: (laughs) Around here, they are, in fact, playing the remix with Beyonce. Mm, I
0: mean, you fucking need it's it's another level of song with Beyonce on it.
1: <laughs> I'm just looking through the top ten here, by the way. And noticing so many of them are uh feature songs. You got the unfortunate number one, uh you got Rockstar, uh Da Baby, and Roddy Rich. Uh mm-hmm. then you got the bigger picture with uh with Lil yeah. Baby. Oh yeah. Uh Megan the Stallion featuring Beyonce, then you got The Weekend. Then you got Doja Cat featuring Nicki
0: Minaj. Then you got Justin Bieber featuring Quavo. Oh, is that the... Is that the song? I have good intentions. I'm a good person. This song is not about sex. I... Look, It's so, like... (laughs) I know so many songs are so, like, blatantly obviously about sex, but this song is so, like, trying to course-correct and do the opposite of, like, look, I want to make it absolutely clear as I'm writing the song that it is not to have sex with you, it's because I really like your personality. Like, it just feels like you're overdoing it, like, alright, (laughs) alright. I swear, I just really want to meet your parents, like, okay.
1: (laughs) Bieber's fucking trash, but I gotta say, even for him, the singles off this latest record... I haven't liked a single one. Like, I haven't at even least...
0: fucking bothered. I think Yummy was supposed to be the big single. That was the I'll... breakout, yeah. Yeah, and outside of watching Todd's review, I was like, i don't ever need to hear this song. it really legit felt like one of the songs like you know uh i go back and listen to older like todd reviews of like blah 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 by kesha and you know like i'm so used to just seeing the the, his review of it i'm like wow this is an actual song that exists outside of this video and like if i go to that music like i can watch it and hear that song on spotify (laughs) in full yeah, and, like, it just exists as this horrible thing that doesn't know it's bad. <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> and that's all it kind of feels like with this Justin Bieber song. Like, it gives me that feeling again, you know? I'm just like, wow, a- after I listen to this review, like, this song is going to exist outside of this. And there's going to be no, like, awareness of the fact of how bad it is. <laughs> They're just going to be playing it like I'm supposed to like it. <laughs> At least
1: one single per album from Bieber, I'll, I'll be like, Okay. Yeah, uh, like, the, I, I kind of fuck with that,
0: but the album before last, uh, um, the one you gotta go and get angry at all of my honesty. That one. Okay, you know, <laughs> not the best joint in the world. But what was the other one? It was I love the, um... Sorry. Um Oh no, I love that but, song but, so much. But there was one I realized like. oh uh if you like the way you look that much a baby, you should go and love yourself. <laughs> I like the lyrics of that one though. Because uh. it's so oddly <laughs> like As you listen to it, you're like, oh, wait, it actually sounds like he's talking about someone, though. (laughs) Like, my mama don't like you, and and she likes everyone. Dude, that line, my mom
1: likes everyone, she doesn't like you, my mom loves everyone. That's a good line. I will say that. (laughs) What do you mean, though?
0: what do you mean When when you're saying yes but it feels like you mean no what could that possibly mean i don't know justin have you ever interacted with a human being before and they've like you know Express feelings a certain way, but you can tell that they don't actually feel that way. <laughs> like, these are this is common human interaction, bro.
1: <laughs> Creepy stash dude. I'm gonna give him a pass on that one because the song is too <laughs> fucking catchy to deny.
0: <laughs> this time around, though, nah. Nah, nah. That, let me get that yummy, yummy. Ugh. No, no, it's no, so sir. It's so gross. It's not even a debate. And the, no. the music video is so bad. I will like, not hear an argument these, for that. All these clearly disgusting foods and the song is supposed to be about that yummy, yummy. It's like, well, I don't get it. It's like a it's like a Jello cake with a fish on it. At one point, it's like, what? That's not enjoyable at all. And I'm fucking done
1: with that song with...
0: Ed Sheeran
1: that they had, and Oh yeah, really, honestly, Ed Sheeran at all at this point. I'm just
0: done. I was surprised we actually kept the conversation going on this long. Yeah, that actually went for a pretty long time there. The going on podcast once again. We're going off like old
1: times. Yeah, didn't even have to try. We've got two listener-requested album reviews. Which one are we starting with? Because
0: we got to start with Andrew Jackson
1: Jihad. We got to start with AJJ. You know, topical. And I think this is worth mentioning too because we didn't bring this on the show before. Uh Lady Antebellum. Oh yeah. Y'all remember Lady Antebellum. It's mm-hmm. a You know. Um <laughs> they went through the uh name change because antebellum has some uh unfortunate connotations uh and stigma to it so yeah lady a which is also a name already in use by a black woman so yeah <laughs> mm, maybe you should have hit the google search real quick because that was readily available information but you know what i'll give you a lady a for effort actually no probably not or i mean fuck it Go-
0: lady Ant. <laughs> lady Ant. <laughs> you know what i'm saying sounds completely different <laughs> Feels like a different connotation to it. You could have a cute cartoon
1: logo with like exactly. an ant with like big eyelashes, tipping a big
0: sunflower hat. Lady ant, look look at us. We're we're helping these, these celebrities out for free. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But Andrew Jackson Jihad also went through a same situation about four years ago, shorting the name mm. to simply AJJ. Something I did not know happened. Is that um, so? Not... Oh, well, mainly because uh, when I listened to Andrew Jackson Jihad, this was probably about mm, maybe like six, like five or six years ago when I had a um, self-admitted uh, punk, uh, folk punk phase where mm. I listened to a good bit of stuff like this at the time. Uh, So at the time, they were still Andrew Jackson Jihad, and they hadn't changed the name.
0: I like the name personally. I think it's uh, the idea of, like, Andrew Jackson, you know, one of the worst presidents, and uh, (laughs) someone declaring a a, a Jihad on, you know, his uh, everything he stands for. (laughs) It's not an endorsement. And I think anyone that listens to AJJ
1: know their political (laughs) stance. Very. They make that quite clear. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's start with people that can eat people are the luckiest people in the world. This album was requested by Chenna, by the way. Big, big thanks to VIP Chenna. Always showing up to the live streams. Got to give you a shout out. So I was curious to see, because like I mentioned before, it's been a while uh, since I really listened to music like this and of its ilk. Uh, so I was curious to see if it uh, aged particularly well, and if I was still feeling it, and, yeah. Yeah. The only track, I would say... Actually, hold on. Scrolling through here, trying to see which track had the lowest rating. Mm. That's probably gonna be bad, bad things. And even then, it's not that low of a rating. Honestly.
0: It's um, still middle of the road. I actually really liked that one. Um... Uh... The one I would say is um let me see
1: I, I'm ready to fight you on
0: anyone <laughs> you say <laughs> I I'm Wow putting up my Oh okay no. <laughs> <laughs> Good no, the only one I would say is is people at the end purely because Oh no the, wait, yeah, purely because this album is so like strangely dark and bleak and then to have this like positive thing at the end just feels like such a disconnect. Like it's just like, huh? Well, <laughs>
1: you I, know what I mean. <laughs> well, I think I think that kind of fluctuates between the positive and the negative, the optimism and the pessimism throughout the album. And, like really? even some songs, kind of have like a, you know, it kind of goes back and forth. And I think I read so, somewhere so you, you
0: thought there was some uh, optimism. Uh, was it between the 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 song called Survival Song or Bad Bad Things? Yeah, it was one of those. <laughs> was it? You know what I'm saying? I think
1: I remember hearing that the songwriter has, uh, is like bipolar, so maybe it's kind of a, re- a reflection on mm. that, maybe. I don't mind it, especially ending the album. I think if it was in the middle, it would be way more disjointed, but ending an album this fucking dark on a track that just says, all people are people, regardless of skin, regardless of creed, regardless of gender. I think that's a really great message, just kind of end on. Far and away, I would say my favorite track. Might just be people to The Reckoning. Oh, my God. Just the way that song unfolded. The fucking... The way the song comes to a conclusion with the line, (laughs) but there's a bad man in everyone, no matter who we are. There's a rapist and a Nazi... (laughs) <laughs> Living in our tiny hearts, child pornographers and cannibals and politicians, too. There's someone in your head waiting to fucking strangle you. <laughs> Followed immediately by that fucking outro. So here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. People love you more, oh never mind. In fucking fact, Mrs. Robinson, fucking the fact. world wouldn't care whether you live or die. Oh in fucking God. fact, Mrs. Robinson, they probably they probably hate your stupid face. So here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. You live you in, live an, in unforgiving an unforgiving
0: place. place. Fuck me, dude! Wow. That song rules, and I think you know your boys uh, Simon and Garfunkel would probably tip their hats to that type of songwriting. You know, having listened to some Simon and Garfunkel, like some like
1: old school shit, yeah, I'd probably say so. They, they, they got some, maybe not to this level of uh, cynicism. Oh, they're a little cheeky, you know. Oh, that could be very <laughs> tongue in
0: cheek, of course. I also really love survival song. The aforementioned survival song. In fact, it was like for the first two or three songs like you, you're not sure which song how, where a song ends and where it begins <laughs> oh yeah because mm-hmm. it has the little switch-ups
1: that happen with brave as a noun being an incredibly short song you really do have a good mix of maybe like minute and change songs on this album they, they got that punk like kind of aspect that some songs are very hard and fast and they are just done before you even realize it That transitions so smoothly into survival song that it really does just sound like one long song at that point.
0: And I got to say, I really enjoyed uh, "Rejoice" track number one. Yeah, with the Mm -hmm. uh, it's it's got the little plucky guitar that kind of reminds me of that that woo woo. This is gonna be the best day (laughs) of my life, you know. (laughs) It's got boom 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 boom. You know, (laughs) they've
1: got a great way of writing very bouncy, jaunty songs and then you read along and it's like oh this song is about how the world will kill me. We've talked about Father John Misty and we've talked about <laughs> the, mountain, oh, the goats. mountain Goats, you know. <laughs> this is the Mountain Goats turned up to 11. Absolutely. Of just the the juxtaposition of how otherwise like bluegrassy, like very down yeah. homey you got the bass, you got the mandolin, banjo. Yeah, it's a bit of bluegrass punk. Yeah. And it's just so fucking
0: sad and just beaten down. And also just his voice, which has this, uh, again, that sort of like white guy, weird (laughs) Al quality, vocal inflection that he has, especially when he's really like affected by certain things. You know what I'm saying? I can see people really liking or really hating uh, this
1: guy's (laughs) vocal delivery. And I honestly wouldn't blame you for either one because I can
0: see how it could be annoying I'll put it to you like this: skip to track six, and if you can handle that intro, then 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 you're good. <laughs> the beginning where it just like starts immediately, just whoa! Oh, oh man, whoa! <laughs> whoa! I love the <laughs> in- intro to Bells and Whistles. <laughs> it's just like you just fall into the song like whoa!
1: <laughs> I thought you were gonna say this again: super peppy song, full of energy, and just mm. the opening line. I have often wondered, if a pregnant woman is decapitated, <laughs> will the baby survive? Jesus.
0: <laughs> oh, I no. I don't know, man. Maybe. And then he continues. <laughs> I've also uh, wondered, if that baby lives his life, what kind of life will that baby le- live? And will the baby ever be happy? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn. <laughs> Oh, my God, what I feel is the, the strongest, most affecting song, the song that really makes you, like, pay the fuck attention, a song dedicated to the memory of Stormy the rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> it's got this twinkly fucking, you know, piano people, with, but with this disturbing-sounding trumpet and this descending bass line, the, the sinister guitar plucking, it's so just, like, a character of a song where you're just like, it just sounds like the song is, like, creaking as it moves you know like it has this really weird sinister feel to it and um at the end it just gets so weirdly intense where he, where he says the lyrics like and i'd like to be a big ball of meat that bees can buzz around and eat when i die so that i may be granted one sense of purpose and it just ends so abruptly on that you're just like holy fucking god
1: <laughs> that song and bad bad things are the probably the absolute most bummer because even on <laughs> even on bad bad things we got that really eerie screeching strings in the background mm-hmm. that just sound like someone's running their nails oh, it's, it almost sounds
0: like nails on a chalkboard I was just, Eah!
1: Eah!
0: bad bad things is i think it's just about this woman who doesn't want her her and her family to be killed by this guy It's it's just, it's this murderer, and he's talking to the
1: one surviving person of this family who he had otherwise completely killed, Um, and then it's just like... Yeah, and now you look at the coward that me, that you and I hate very much. Oh, that lyric. As I let all the blood from your throat, like, the one part where it's like, I made your mother say those things she said to me, and it just carries on of just begging and pleading that, like, please do whatever you want, but please don't kill my family, and I continued without Without mercy. mercy.
0: (laughs) The, the way he says it, though, it just affects Without you. mercy. <laughs> Without mercy. And then the next line, so I looked into your eyes, and I saw the reflection of a coward that you and I both hate very much. <laughs> like,
1: <laughs> like, is that like, supposed to give me any solace that you hate yourself, man? You just killed my whole family, and now you're about to murder me. I don't fucking care
0: how this is affecting you. It's just so insane the way it's written, though. That oh. little flip of, like, no, I, I hate Me Too. <laughs> I didn't bring up
1: the uh, survival song, which so fucking strong, and how just, like, the little things you do, you know, oh, to, to keep on going, and the way it ends with the, and I give a thank you to my father for not raising me, And give a finger to my stepfather for beating me, and I give props to myself for achieving, and goddamn, I'm glad that I survived, (laughs) and goddamn, I'm surprised that I survived.
0: (laughs) I'm surprised, yeah, the way he switches it.
1: I wish I could have been you listening to this for the very first time, because it's a very different experience knowing what you're getting yourself into, and mm. having no idea what, are you, what you're getting yourself <laughs> into. Like, if you know this is going to be a super cynical, very tongue-in-cheek, uh, very bleak outlook on life, very Day of the Dead-type movie-type uh, album, then, yeah, you, you know, you have that expectation of, like, hey, you know, this is going to be a fun listen despite how horrible it's going to be. Despite, or uh, as opposed to just the... The blind side, <laughs> the corner of your eye that you don't see coming. I really like, by the way, on personal uh, space invader. It's got that really loud saxophone at the beginning.
0: Isn't that the song where it's like it sounds really tinny, like like it was a uh, it was a not used take that they started with, but then it like actually just goes into the song.
1: I think so. Yeah, because yeah, it does switch up into a more um, which again, kind of going into people, it gets more optimistic as the song goes on. And the music also speeds up yeah. a lot, becoming just this frantic song by the end of it. And it just ends with the dude
0: saying, Sounds like shit. The way it starts, so yeah, on the slower part, he's like saying shit like, And how can you put that straw off your nose when you know how Coke is manufactured? It's made by children it's made by children for the immature. It is made by babies who've been captured. And it's just like, oh my god <laughs> He's just letting you know. He's pulling that curtain back a little bit. Yeah, It's a sin against your fellow man, like Jesus.
1: <laughs> they definitely don't mince words. They uh, they really let you know
0: how they feel. Very blunt. And the way they end it, with, like you said, when it speeds up, uh, Welcome to the world, have as much fun as you would like, while helping others have as much fun as you're having, and be kind to those you love, and be kind to those you don't, but for God's sakes, you've got to be kind. <laughs> and be the best fucking human being that you can be. <laughs> This is a great album for
1: now. Yeah. (laughs) Like, especially on the song Brave as a Noun, you want to do what's right, but you can't get over your fears and anxiety to do it. That might be the most relatable fucking song on the album. Just as someone who looks online and be like, man, I'm going to go down to one of those protests, but my anxiety, (laughs) that will not fucking allow me to do it.
0: Also my fear of having my skull cracked open by a cop. <laughs>
1: and it's just like, yeah, it, like it always sounds super easy until you really think of it. And it's like, on second thought, no. <laughs> oh, wait a minute.
0: Do you, do you really want to go down there? <laughs>
1: oh, no. oh, no. My rating fell somewhere between a four and a four and a half. Um, I think it was like
0: right on that fucking line. I'll give it the four and a half. Yeah. I'm going to also. I, I have to. The negatives I could see is like, yeah, it is very abrasive. And yeah. I can definitely imagine not everyone wanting to hear this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Especially but, with some of the tracks where it sounds a little tinier at first, you know? So you're just like, what the fuck is this? What's going on? You know? In that way,
1: though, it is more uh, accessible and easier to swallow and digest, I think, than a Father John Misty, which is just a fucking slog. It's a dirt. Yeah, I would agree
0: with that. Yeah, yeah.
1: Going into our second. Request Requested by Isaac R. Woods. Requested 95 by Beam. Beam. RC, have you ever heard of Beam before this? No. Me either. Which, <laughs> it begs the question, how did this <laughs> artist that we've never heard of have most, if not all, of the album produced by... Cardio whose name I also didn't recognize offhand until I looked into it also produced God's plan that part a good bit of schoolboy Q's music tracks on Kendrick's untitled EP Kendrick's 2018 Grammy performance and songs by Travis Scott Migos and a shit ton of others and then beam
0: interesting And, and then there's yeah. Okay. <laughs> Why not? I mean, this had to have been like if this guy is someone who could do his own thing, maybe this was like a pet project or something cuz it, it it's like, "Oh, you know, he's he's from the West Indies, so he's doing like the Jamaican accent every now and then." And you know, and it's like and then every now and then he sounds like Danny Brown for some reason. <laughs>
1: I I actually especially on the title track 95 Got a very,
0: uh, be real mm, mm-hmm. Cypress Hill vibe But it's that with someone doing Jamaican patois randomly
1: <laughs> Trying to follow along the lyrics on Genius Uh, was a very interesting experience Because a lot of it is just written in that In that dialect of, like It's not gonna try to make it easy for you to read You need to know what he's saying Woofie to really Juan. get it mm. <laughs> Like, yeah um, I did like this album for the most part, though. Uh, I do gotta say though, like my two biggest cre- my my uh, two biggest credits, I have to give the album. First, gotta give it to Cardio because the production on this album yeah really is fucking top shelf yeah, and I really do like Beam's flow on a lot of these tracks maybe not always the strongest lyrical content
0: yeah it, it really is like as i was listening to it i like after a while you kind of get the feel like okay this is a, an album you just listen to for the vibes right i think so but like the individual songs like aren't that you know fully like these songs live and die on whether or not they have dope hooks and like shit that he says that is interesting you know yeah. and the problem is it's like that's not all of these songs Like, um, in particular, I liked I Might Just, uh, even though I, like, I recognize it wasn't that, like, great, you know, of a song, but it was just, like, I really enjoyed, you know, just the groove of what it was and how it was, you know what I Mm. mean?
1: Yeah. I would say my lowest rated cut would be Under
0: Armour. Yeah.
1: Very underwhelming in just about every category. The beat's not particularly interesting. The lyrics and the flow's not even really all that good. I wasn't feeling that one, I don't think, at all. I didn't mind the chorus, but that might have
0: been it. I like the two-by-two. Yeah. uh, mm -hmm. With that hook, you know. Is it selfish to invest in me? Yes, indeed. Yes, (laughs) indeed. You know. No, it isn't selfish to invest in you, by the way. I I don't think it is. I like the dance Um, hall. Hey, I'm feeling a little sick right now. I might uh, throw up. Yes.
1: Out of the courtesy for everyone listening, I'm not leaving any of that in. Obviously. (laughs) But they have to hear. <laughs> How fucking courteous! <laughs> Why? Excuse me a moment. I would, I would absolutely not have the grace. Um, to be like, oh yeah, hmm. I think I'm about to vomit for like three minutes. Excuse me for a moment. Do you want to call it, or do you want to, or do you want to wrap up, Beam? Oh no! I think
0: we can uh, we can finish it. Like, you think
1: we can trudge oh, yeah. through? Okay, give Beam the respect he deserves, and uh, exactly and Isaac uh, for having sat through all that. So bad, baby, vomit. <laughs> oh no! That's a pull quote. That's when we get fucking Beam tweeting at us. Uh, by the way, I forgot to mention this on the show, but I gotta point it out. Um, Bug Hunter. You remember Bug Hunter?
0: Of course, yeah.
1: Bug Hunter actually commented on the YouTube uh, video of that episode where we reviewed uh, their album (laughs) and took it really well. uh, Because if I remember correctly, I tore that album to shreds.
0: Yeah, (laughs) Uh, you you weren't as kind as I was.
1: (laughs) No, no. That always seems to go that way when they discover. So it's Hoodie Allen. (laughs) Wasn't a big fan. Uh, Bug Hunter took it a lot better. Here's the question that's on everyone's mind: Is it was the listening experience uh, better, worse, or equal to uh, the last 10 to 15 minutes of
0: your life? Uh, <laughs> uh, not, uh, that, that's a def- definitely better, definitely okay. better. but that's not saying much. Uh, the ultimately, the bar is. Quite low there, sure. You know what I'm saying, in that
1: respect. What I was saying before you excused yourself was, um, I really liked the dance hall beat on Mad Gal.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, that I... was the most lead single sounding uh, of the songs with a little fading affected hook sample going on there, you know? I really like that sample chorus, yeah. I honestly
1: like that better than when Drake does that type of shit. Maybe it's because this dude's actually Jamaican,
0: and I, (laughs) and like, it's more authentic than when Drake tries to do it. We're gonna find out this is the guy who wrote all those Drake songs, you know. Oh, shit. (laughs) Beam
1: was in cahoots with, uh, with Pusha T with his diss. Mm Mm-hmm. Man, did you fucking see that video? of Drake with his son on Father's Day, by the way? given, like, it was a video of Drake and his son was, like, opening a present and people were like, damn, dude, push it T, like, brought this family together. It was really sweet. Look at Drake just
0: being a dad. Look at Drake doing that thing he should have been doing. <laughs> doing his job. Until he was publicly shamed into
1: doing it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> you know <what? laughs> Why am I giving him a pat on the back? <laughs> What the fuck am I doing? He really did do the bare minimum. <laughs> and I'm over here being like, Oh, give him the fucking father of the year mug.
0: <laughs> I take care of my kids. Is <laughs> supposed <As> to... do <laughs> you want, a cookie?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Son of a bitch. I really did give him way too much. <laughs> way more than he deserved on that. Here I was like, oh, look at him. Being a fucking anyway, drop the roof. This is a really sick opening to an album. Yeah, it's a dope opener, you know. The little repeating bit at the very beginning. Um, all of it sounds really cool. I, I think if the, if the whole album was like this, I think I would have liked it more. Honestly, Drop the Roof, Soldier, and 95 I think are all pretty strong cuts. It's not until Armor Under, for me. Armor, Under... Oh, under Armour, under yeah. Under, armor there it is uh does it really start to fall apart for me but even then numbs pretty good mad gal's pretty good uh stranded with that uh surprise uh feature guest
0: from yeah yeah that dude childish major he had a pretty good verse
1: i was pretty good i was kind of eh about uh two by four i just my um i might just and lost were kind of hmm I really like this dude's overall aesthetic. I don't know if you looked it up on Genius, but the singles that were released from this album, which, yeah, they were like a lot of them, which for this album, it's kind of, I don't know. That's unfortunate seeing that we don't know who he is. <laughs> it, it doesn't really, it doesn't add up. But all of them have covers that are modeled after old VHS covers. Mm. And he's got like a really cool like aesthetic visually but it doesn't okay. really translate to the album
0: yeah like i don't feel like he's as much of an individual other than him doing the jamaican patois like if he wasn't doing that specifically i'm not sure how much he'd stand out in my brain
1: i liked how 95 was just kind of like overflowing with the old school vibes especially with the uh jump jump chorus yeah i thought i thought that was nice you know what i'm saying I even wrote down here, and I forget his flow on it, so I'm about to butcher it. Your jail bars won't open the gates to this. I painted this, authored it, slaughtered it, called a quits, come take a whiff of the sharpie tip, a permanent grip, eliminate your list, all main, step in the building, Kurt Cobain, shot to the head, I must have lost my brain. This is the game we play, it goes one, two, three, and we go insane. I liked how that song in particular, it kind of had like that bass guitar riff at the top. Again, I can't give enough credit to the production and cardio because i really think he saved uh this album because otherwise yeah there's not a whole lot
0: here at the end of numb there's a singer that comes in and it and it's such that like lo-fi you know melancholy singer Oof. uh you know come in sort of thing and i enjoyed that part but yeah. it did feel a little disconnected from the rest of the song wouldn't you say yeah yeah absolutely um I'm like you're really, like
1: oh, oh by the way, oh, would this be a cool idea if this happened? You know, <laughs> like it felt like that I wasn't so hot on the lyrics or the hook, but I really liked the flow in the production, granted that really just about goes for most of the tracks on here. But the flip to Morgan Saint for me is what saved that track, and yeah, it didn't really fit, but I appreciated it, and I liked it I liked that it was there. I wasn't about to ask questions. I was just glad it was there. Overall, I kind of got a lukewarm three and a half on this one.
0: Uh, I gave it a two and a half. Oof. Yeah, I I, I didn't enjoy this as much as you did. <laughs> it nah, was just kind of like yeah. just an album that happened, and it was like, oh, I mean, that's this is nice, I guess. <laughs> it really. But just yeah, nothing really stood like out that. and affected me other than the fact that, like, oh, the production was you know really nice and there there were some nice hooks on here but this kind of felt like you know okay if you're going to be that migos whatever type of major rapper like go for it in a way that you know is appealing you know what i'm saying like in a way that 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 has lyrics that stick out and shit you know
1: i would have preferred some personal introspective stories, not just the kind of we're going to do this, we're about to do that. Yeah, is there any...
0: Yeah, everything is pretty much just sort of like the general I'm getting these chicks and I gotta look out because, you know, gotta carry that tool on me, but (sighs) things aren't really that bad, though. (laughs) Yeah.
1: (laughs) It really did just kind of get lost in the shuffle of 2019. Like, I didn't hear anything about this. And just goes to show you the listener requested album reviews uh, they definitely carry a lot of weight because they end up bringing our attention to a lot of albums that we probably never would have been aware of otherwise. So, if there is an album that you would like to hear us talk about on the show, head on over to our ko-fi, that is slash goinoff off. that's G-O-I-N-O-F-F, and for a one-time $40 donation, We will request, we will review an album of your choosing. And if you are an artist yourself and there is a work that you produced and you would like to hear our thoughts on it, that is a one-time $50 pledge on our Ko-fi. That's ko-fi.com slash going off. I'd like to thank everyone who checked us out this week. And if this just happens to be your first time listening to us, all of our old episodes are on YouTube SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. Did I say one twice? I almost always do. YouTube, iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify. There. If I did it right the first time, I said them all twice. Do it that way, you will. You can play some catch-up and listen to old episodes you might have missed along the way, uh, some albums that we might have talked about that you'd like to hear our thoughts on. That might not be what we think about it now, because I don't know about you, but my opinions seem to change over time. <laughs> uh, so maybe a review... Uh, maybe a rating I gave an album four years ago might not stand today It might have changed. But at the very least, uh, you can
0: listen to some of our conversations we've had. You, and you can hear the conversations on the albums and hear our thoughts and shit, you know.
1: Our link trees are both provided on the page so you can see all of our uh, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Twitch, all of our links we got going on. Uh, so you can follow us and make sure you never miss anything we put out because we both put out. A uh, considerable amount of content on our own individual YouTube's. Uh, is there anything going on right now that you would like to ah, uh, hip the people to? New rap critic
0: coming soon. Uh, although it'll probably come out after, uh, yeah, after this goes up. So <laughs> I can never tell the timeline of when, <laughs> when things happen. So I'm always like half not sure on how to tell people about what I'm doing next. You know. <laughs> Uh, but I will definitely be streaming on Twitch. You know, uh, Twitch.tv/slash Rap Critical. I do that whenever I'm uh, done with an episode and trying to promote it. You know what I'm saying? Let let the people know they can check it out before everyone else does. You know what I'm saying? If they if they throw a dollar to me on that uh, on that Patreon, you know. Oh, the review a new podcast that uh, that oh, that's yeah. on and popping. You know what I'm saying? Uh, had a, had a bit of trouble um, editing the latest episode uh and didn't want to have to rewatch it uh, so thankfully we got the footage with my guest uh who's from the Four harriet uh youtube channel uh so yeah we uh, i had her on there and we talked about white chicks and uh that's on uh the review new podcast latest episode available for all to see now um and i'll probably be putting it on that uh side youtube channel excuse me on the side uh youtube channel that i've been uh putting up lately uh when I promote stuff on all my socials.
1: Well, sir, I hope uh, you get to feeling better, for one. I hope we all do.
0: <laughs> Not, oh, never thinking about himself. Always <laughs> oh, putting the
1: off-goers first. Oh, man. If he's going to throw up for five consecutive minutes, he will let you know. He will get f- as far away from you as possible.
0: I'm terribly but, sorry. Please
1: excuse me. Not mute the mic, though, so... <laughs> oh, I'm so sorry. So you got to hear <laughs> it. Oh, man. Not good enough for you. <laughs> <laughs> You're wearing headphones, right? You could have take your headphones off at any point. But, folks, that about does it for this week's show, so thank you very, very much for checking us out. And until
0: next week, for the Going Off Podcast, I'm Muse. And I'm Rap Critic. And I just want to sing, uh, you know, my favorite sequencing of musical notes. And they go as follows. A, C, A, B. Uh, Purely for the wonderful minor third and the uh, major second interval there. And definitely no deeper political implications. No, not at all.